All right, what's up, gamers? It is time once again for the Esports Michigan podcast. It is week four of the season. This is episode four. My name is Lauren Plant, joined by Andrew Blanchard, Ethan Williams, uh, our tournament directors for our League of Legends series. So uh, we are in the thick of it now. Uh, we've just got a few more weeks remaining as teams try to jockey themselves into the top 16. Uh, we're going to take the top four from each group of our four groups who will compete here at Lawrence Tech uh, in mid-May for the state championship. So uh, first off, let's get an update on the standings, and that is going to be by Ethan. Yep. Uh, so in our Group A, we have the Seahome Maples with a record of 5-0. and In second place, they're the St. Clair Saints, 4-1. Third place, uh, the Liquid Ninjas are 4-2. In fourth place, Team Viper is 2-1. Uh, fifth place, Bloomfield Hills Blackhawks are 3-2. Sixth place, CC Shamrocks are 1-4. Seventh place, the Byron Center Bulldogs are 0-4. And, and in eighth place, the Vinechild Falcons are 0-5. Now, uh, a lot of these teams haven't played all of their games. I think Group B is the only group to have played all of their games. So they have a few, uh, a few matches to make up. So what's up in Group B? So in Group B, we have uh, Galaxy Demons and Troy Colts tied for first place at 5-1. Uh, and one. Uh, Revival and Stopwatch tied for second at 4-2. and two. Uh, Lake Orion and APS Esports uh, tied for third at 3-3. Three and three. And uh, MMSTC... And Schoolcraft Papa Bears <laughs> tied for last at 0-6. Nice. What about C? In Group C, we have the Chippewa Valley Big Reds uh, and Clarkston High Wolves tied for first at 3-0. Um, the Avocado Warriors are in second, 3-1. Team Smite is in third, 3-2. And, and then we have the Forest Hill uh, Central Rangers, 1-1. One one. Then Crimson Drakes, 3-3. Three three. Uh, SMT, 1-4. And, and Austin Catholic Crusaders, 0-6. And then finally in Group D, we have uh, Loyalty, 4-0, the E-Rats, 2-0, Granville Bulldogs, 2-1, the Legendary Squad, 3-2, uh, De La Salle Pilots, 1-1, one one, uh, Canton Chiefs, 1-3, Legends of Lakeland, 0-2, and, and Clout 9, 0-4. All right, so let's uh, address the elephant in the room, which is obviously there's a lot of games that some of these teams mm -hmm. have to make up. How are we handling that? Yeah, so... Um we set up a Discord server, uh, which is like a uh, a gamers community area forum. Forum, yeah. yeah. You know, so I created a server for the uh, captains to all join. Uh, me and Ethan are in there. Our referees are in there, and the captains all have their own group uh, chat rooms, um, so that they can keep in contact with each other and better organize rescheduling of games. Uh, with spring break and everything. So what I've done now is uh, starting tonight, I'm going in and I'm going to be like, listen, we got this game to make up, this game to make up, this one. I'm just going to go through each and every game and the uh, the captains are just going to work with me to reschedule the games. Uh, there was a lot of miscommunication going on between captains, between me and uh, some of the captains when trying to reschedule games with all the spring break stuff. So they all will know by the end of this week what games need to be rescheduled, and they have until the weekend to reschedule the games. All right. Um, otherwise, you forfeit. Yep. Otherwise, it's a forfeit. Uh, if both teams were the ones that needed to reschedule the games, uh, then we're just going to count the game as not played, and those teams are going to move down in the rankings. Basically, if I have a team that is 8-0, uh, and I have a team that's seven and zero. The seven and zero team is going to be lower ranked than the eight and zero because they've just they've played less games. Right. If I have a team that's seven and one, 
so they've played one game more than the seven and O team. They're going to be up above the seven and O team because they've played a game more than the other ga- than the other team. So that's it, teams. You got to know this. You got to get your games rescheduled. Get it together. Work it out. Get it done. Otherwise, you're going to lose. Somebody else is going to take your slot. Because what's the end goal? End goal is to be here at Lawrence Technological University's uh, University the weekend of May twentieth and twenty first, nineteenth and twentieth, uh, where we are going to. Uh, just have a fantastic time. It's going to be great. Uh, Two-day tournament and uh, lots of great prizes and scholarship money, all that stuff. We're going to take care of you. It's going to be a blast. And this thing, again, we're just going to get bigger and bigger every year. All right, so that's kind of what's happening uh, with the standings, what's going on right now. Uh, every week we want to kind of talk about uh, a game of the week. I think, Andrew, you got this one. I got this one. And uh, talk about uh, you know what, what was one of the matchups that really stood out to you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so... SMT, uh, Universal Learning Academy is the school that they're competing from. The team name's SMT. Mm-hmm. And the Crimson Drakes from Troy Athens High School competed on Monday night uh, in a extremely close game. A, by far one of the toughest uh, matchups between the two. And it had pretty drastic uh, consequences in the standings as both teams are fighting for that fourth uh, slot in their oh, group C. Right. So, uh, you know, SMT and Crimson Drakes are both closer to the bottom of the standings. Uh, had SMT beaten Crimson Drakes, then they would have been tied with the Crimson Drakes just out of that playoff position. Um, so, uh, Crimson Drakes ends up pulling out the victory 47 minutes into the game. 45 minutes into the game, so only two minutes before the end of the game, right. both teams were dead even. All right, so let me stop you right there. How rare is it that teams are even that close to the end? It is like almost unheard of. They, to go 45 minutes straight, and I'm talking down to the 100th gold amount, these teams were dead dead even. Is there a lot gold. of trash talking going uh, on? It, I hope there was, but uh, <laughs> at the very end of the game, both teams were uh, pretty pretty good about it. Post-game yeah. lobby, you know, GG guys, good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very close. G-G. Holy cow. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the teams were really, were also very excited about how, how, just how close it was. So how did it end? So, um, both teams were heavy, uh, what, what we call like team fight compositions, where they want to be fighting five v five against each other, um, and and grouping up and, and and trying to push down the other team, and it just resulted in a very quick uh, a catch onto the enemy support by the Crimson Drakes, where they caught out the fiddle six support and were able to blow them up right before the games the team fight started. So the team fight was four on four players on SMT versus the five players on Crimson Drakes. Crimson Drakes were able to ace them, killing everybody on the enemy team, and were able to just push down the base 47 minutes in and uh, and clinch the victory. But it was close. So that puts Crimson still up ahead of them in the three, standings? Three and three to one and five, I want to say. Four. Okay. One and four. One, one and four. four. One and four. So SMT has a game to make so up. So SMT's getting better. Yeah. That's yeah, what it sounds like. It, it, you know, it was, they've had some tough losses, but they're you know they're it was climbing definitely in a close game. So, um, but that does segue into our um, strategy session. Yes. You know what? What about this game really made it the way it was? And uh, I wanted to highlight team compositions and understanding win conditions. Right. So every every team comp that you draft, there is some way that you are going to win the game. How are you going to win the game is what you should be going into the game understanding. Like, we want to pick these five characters because we want to do 
this one thing, right? If it was, you know, last week, we want to draft these five characters because they're really good at getting the Rift Herald and then using the Rift Herald to push down and create an advantage. Right. All right, so let's, let's draft around these. Both these teams, like I said, they drafted around a team composition where they wanted to headbutt all the time. They wanted to be fighting. They wanted to be five people versus five people. The difference, though, is in Crimson Drake's team composition, they have a lot of what is called catch potential. They have a lot of um, quick quick spells that can just blow up somebody from the enemy team. And so they're really going to want to be looking for uh, odd man advantages where they have like three people to SMT's two people uh, or a, you know, four people to their three people. Some, some odd man advantage where they can get a quick and early kill because if they don't get a quick kill and they group up really tight, the AOE, the area of effect damage that um, SMT had drafted into their composition was insane. The uh, Between the support character, the AD carry, um, the mid laner, and the jungler, all of them, their main damage comes from AOE spells that hit all of the enemy team at the same time. And um, I, I feel like had either team really, really identified what their win condition was, this game probably could have been clinched a lot sooner. Uh, SMT had a few fights where they were taking 4v5s, uh, where they probably didn't need to be fighting, and had they waited for their their other player to group up with the team, they would have absolutely demolished it. There was a fight around the Baron Pit late into the game where had the brand um, mid lane champion for SMT come and just altered the enemy team, they would have easily have wiped them. Uh, wiped Crimson Drakes and might, may have pushed to the win. So why do you think they didn't wait? Um, it, it, it's, it's a number of different things. It's, uh, it's understanding when to take a fight and when not to take a fight. Uh, the brand had just backed, and uh, like I, I wasn't in on the communication on the team. Right. He may have told the team, hey, I'm backing and buying items. If he didn't, that's a problem. You know, Just letting your team know we need to take a fight here, and we need to make sure that we have all five players. With SMT, or sorry, with Crimson Drakes, it's a lot of they took fights when they should have taken them earlier. They delayed, they dragged the fight out, and had they just really just pushed and immediately fought them, they would have really taken home a victory. They they waited a lot and were able to allow the enemy team to group up. Right. And then and the enemy team was able to use their AoE to, to take some advantages. And we'll we'll be showing you a bunch of clips of these uh, these game changing team fights where uh, you know we'll point out the the different uh, points where you know, uh, a a couple seconds really changed the impact of the fight where one person wasn't in position at the right time or Crimson Drakes just let that one person get into position. Got it. So, but uh, understanding your win conditions, really knowing we want to be fighting, you know, 5v5 or we want to avoid fights at all as possible and really pull the enemy team apart. Make sure you guys go into these games knowing what you want to accomplish and then acting on it. That's how you're going to get the wins. That's how you're going to come to LTU uh, on the 19th and 20th. That's how you're going to be competing for the big scholarship prizes. Right, because it literally is just a matter of seconds. Yep. You've got to make smart decisions and uh, and not stay too long in some situations. Uh, so 
if you guys had, you guys have seen these teams play now uh, for several weeks, so you probably have a pretty good idea as to who is really kind of the cream of the crop, you know. So if you had to pick, like, say maybe the the three teams you think are really playing great right now and are going to be tough to beat, uh, who would you say? And again, you know, this can change from week to week because other teams are improving. Uh, but right now, if you had to pick those three, who would you do? Um, so from Group A, I would pick Seahole Maples. Um, they are 5-0 and in their group right now. They have one more game to make up. Yeah. But their wins have been dominant. Um, they had a couple of back and forth, but they're undefeated in their group right now. Right. They still have a game to go, so they may be defeated uh, when all said and done, when all teams have played their six games. But right now but they're, they're going to be in the mix, most they, likely. Oh, they, they are for sure going to be a dominant force in that group. They uh, clinched a victory against uh, last year's uh, runner-ups. Uh, Bloomfield Hills Blackhawks, yeah, yeah. they clinched a really good victory against them. And uh, it's one of those things where you've got the runner-up of last year's competition coming in. Some of the same players are playing from last year's competition. And Maples, yeah, Maples just uh, showed them what's what and took the victory. All right. So, But uh, Ethan's probably got a couple from Group B. Right. In, a, in Group B, two of the teams that uh, are always super fun to watch, yeah. very competitive, very high-energy type, uh, type of teams are the Galaxy Demons and Troy Colts. And they're both tied for first place. They're both five and one, and they're actually playing next week. What school is the Galaxy Demons? Uh, Galaxy Demons. East Kentwood. East Kentwood. All right. So West Side. Yeah. It's Grand so, Rapids area. Yeah, All they, right. So they're going to be playing Troy Coates, you know, our defending champions, right? Right. So that, these two teams have really been uh, been some back and forth games, and they are the first game on I Friday. Believe. Yeah. Right? On Friday? On Friday. Yeah. Okay, five. this yep. week. Yep. So we're segueing right into our preview of what the week ahead is, and it looks like right now the matchup, if you really want to, that we're going to really pay a lot of attention to is this one on Friday. Yep. Uh, 6 p.m., Friday, April 13th, Galaxy Demons versus Troy Colts. It's the... It's the one I'm looking forward to. That's, yeah. I mean, that's the game for the, for the top of the standings right now. We're going... Uh, so for, for people that maybe haven't been paying attention, mm-hmm. the, the way it breaks down, the first four weeks uh, you play against all your opponents, and then the next uh, four weeks you play against all your opponents again. So after this first game on Saturday, um, or this first game on Friday, all of the teams will be going into their second round of matchups against all the teams they've been playing before. So we'll really be able to go through and look at um, at, at, at what teams beat what teams before and see if they can clinch it again in the last right. one. But this is this Friday game between Troy Colts and uh, Galaxy Demons. This is the last game for Group B um, before they move into their uh, their Second next round. round. Yeah, yeah. So. Where everybody has seen everybody once. This yeah. is the last matchup that, that you haven't seen yet. What are some other ma- uh, games coming up? Well, in uh, in Group A, we can see those Seahome Maples. They're always fun to watch. Play against Team Viper on Thursday at 6 p.m. Um, those are always fun games to watch. It's Oh, no, I was looking at the wrong week. That's all right. Yeah. Seal Maples nope. the Ninjas, who are against also Ninjas. top, uh, one of the top teams in Group A. Right. Um, the Liquid Ninjas are. So they're they're third right now. They're 4-2. and two. Seal Maples are 5-0. and oh. They're yeah. playing on Thursday. Um, and and so an, another game for that. These are two teams that we will be seeing at LTU, I'm sure. Um, and, and so a preview of the matchup, you know? Yeah. So we kind of had a long discussion off air on trying to get more video so that uh, fans can watch 
some of these games because as of right now, uh, they're not able to see the streams of the games, unfortunately. Uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to at least try to, you know, like definitely uh, the big matchup on Friday, you know, at least some of the ones that we really are looking forward to. We're going to try to get the capture of those games and then we will put those out, uh, you know, via clips and then also via hopefully the whole matches here. Uh, every week, and uh, you'll be able to check that out at esportsmichigan.com. That's the website, our Facebook page. Uh, just search Esports Michigan. We've got last week's podcast there, which has uh, Ethan's strategy session and the game of the week. That's already there, so you can check that out. Uh, we'll have this one up uh, uh, probably in the next day or so. Uh, so that you can check that out. Uh, we do have a Twitter page as well, so you can uh, check out Esports Michigan on Twitter. And uh, and like I said, just bear with us. First season going through this, you know, there's a lot of data that we got to try to compile, and that takes up a lot of terabytes and all of that. So uh, we're going to figure it out. Uh, but uh, we love the teams that uh, that are playing. We've had great competitions. Uh, and again, you know, if it's something that you're interested in, you want to come down and check out the tournament. Uh, on the uh, 19th and 20th, you can do that. You can come down. Uh, we'll uh, we'll find space for you if that's something that you're interested in, in seeing and watching it live, especially uh, on Sunday when we have the uh, semis and the finals here. So uh, that's another week of uh, what's happening here. So we're halfway done, and uh, we've got four more weeks to go right here of uh, Esports Michigan in the first League of Legends high school series here in the state of Michigan. So uh, stay tuned. We will talk to you next week.